0: Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis.
1: Age of self-entitlement and know-it-all attitudes, the idea of citizenship replacing the term discipline as an administrative operation of a school might not seem as revolutionary. However, when you add the concept of conscious citizenship where students and all other members of a school community strive to achieve a higher purpose, the term becomes self-explanatory. Since 2018, ACS Athens has been exploring and adapting the sustainable development goals of the United Nations, setting collective and individual goals that can never be achieved without the sense of citizenship. Panos Mologousis is the citizenship coordinator and program manager of the ACES Athens Middle School. His goal is to promote a citizenship model towards cultivating a responsible and respectful mindset and behavior of middle school adolescents. He received the Aretia Award in 2021 for the Foundation of the Environmental Club in the ACES Athens Academy, an award-recognizing initiative to promote civic responsibility and serve others, inspiring them to become more involved. With Panos Mologousis and his student leaders, today we discuss Offering opportunities to work on student behavior, a big incentive for someone to join a school the tutoring school mentality and how it can be avoided, the learning opportunities of consequences for mistakes students make towards character education, receiving the RT award for environmental activities and the recycling program of ACS Athens, its mission and vision and how it affects the life on campus. You're a member of the ACS Athens community of educators since 2018. You belong to the group of teachers that have an extensive experience from the Greek education system. What brought you to ACS Athens? What road did you follow that led you to the school?
2: To be honest with you, when I learned about this job, I was really amazed with the vision of the school and specifically ethos and uh, the creation of uh, a responsible and conscious mindset to students. This is something that I believe it is missing from the Greek educational system and uh, working directly to contribute to this goal and vision, it really amazed me and um, it was a great opportunity for me to join a motivated group of educators focusing not only in academics, but also educating student behavior.
1: Where were you when you found out this difference? What were you doing when you discovered?
2: Uh, well, it, it is my experience as a student, first of all, in the, because I uh, was part of uh, the educator, educational system as a student. And um, I could never imagine that in a school there will be so much opportunity focusing on um, student behavior. And um, when I um, learned that ACS has incorporated this to its goal and and vision, this is uh, what made me to want to be part of this. And uh, yeah, so my experience from the educational system, this is something that it's really missing. From the Greek educational system. We're going to touch upon
1: this particular topic a little bit later, but uh, your professional experience includes some work in Greek education, as you said, preparatory or tutoring schools, as we call them Frodisteria, which in effect play a parallel role to the work of the public and private schools in Greece. It is so parallel that some students might be working more towards the material of the tutoring schools, rather than the actual schools they attend. All because they teach to the test, they prepare students for the Greek university entry exams, and then you came to ACS Athens, where the student-focused philosophy offers support opportunities within the school, which are custom-designed for the needs of the student. How did you see this transition as you came on board? Was that a consideration for you? Did it affect the way you
2: see education? Absolutely. I, I learned that um, a student can be independent in terms of learning within his own or her own school premises uh, because ACS offers a wide variety of services apart from the in-classroom learning, um, for example, the learning commons. Its students, ACS students, do not have to be part necessarily of uh, um, a tutoring school, as we say for the stereo in order to uh, get the the extra support. They have so many different uh, departments and educators to to support them inside the school premises that uh, this is not necessary. Again, I was amazed to see that coming from the educational Greek system, Uh, but it was a a good shock. (laughs) I think you were the first
1: citizenship coordinator of the academy when the position changed from discipline to citizenship. Why this change, do you think? What's the difference? I mean, you must have wondered yourself when you assumed the position from discipline to citizenship.
2: Uh, Yes, and again, I'm gonna refer to the the vision of the school, uh, creating conscious citizens. And uh, this is what we do in the citizenship office. Do we have uh, consequences? Yes, we have logical consequences, but uh, not in the sense of discipline. In the sense of holding students accountable through any loss of privileges or consequences, give them also the opportunity to reflect and restore their mistakes so, so that they so can't a
1: punishment in a sense.
2: Or do they see it like I, this? I don't see logical consequences personally as a punishment because I believe that they are part of life. And um, I believe that. I, I would characterize them as learning opportunities mm-hmm. for the students. And mm-hmm. uh, in the adult world, and this is something that I always say to them, they, they will face these logical consequences. And it's a big learning opportunity that they have here through the citizenship office to get this, this message, this education. It's also education. It's character education.
1: Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, you were chosen to receive the Aretea Award, an award recognizing initiative to promote civic responsibility and serve others, inspiring them to become more involved. A well-deserved award, I might say. Uh, We actually had three episodes recently on last year's awards. What kind of activity prompted the committee to nominate you for that award?
2: couple of years ago, I started an effort in the academy when I was in the high school. Uh, we founded with um, a junior uh, 11th grade student back then, the Environmental Club, in a way to address environmental issues um, and in relation to what uh, the school is doing for the Sustainable Development Goals. Uh, so the students back then, uh, they started designing and a greenhouse. Uh, it was uh, a very consistent effort, even though we were during COVID years and we were meeting online uh, weekly. Uh, they put together a, um, a 3D design of a greenhouse, and um, we're still working on it um, in order to be implemented in our school. So, this continuing now through the recycling program, uh, which is my other hat in the school nowadays, the care for the environment. And I believe that it's also part of uh, the citizenship behavioral model. It's not something that it's isolated, care about the environment. Conscious citizens do care about their planet because they live within it. So
1: you mentioned the recycling program. This is not a new initiative, but it has taken a different turn. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? I mean, we have students that are very involved, both as a participant, but also as a leader in the school.
2: Uh, two years ago, I I was responsible for the recycling program, and um, I took over this initiative of the school, and I redesigned the vision and the mission of the recycling program so that they are aligned with the vision of the school. I want to talk a little bit about the vision and the mission because I think it's important to show this connection. So the vision of the recycling program is to inspire the school community to embrace the values of environmental education, take action to promote recycling, and to contribute towards the creation of a sustainable campus environment. While the mission is to implement various recycling mechanisms on campus, in and outside of the classrooms, to educate and engage students and the school community in recycling, through learning, action, and partnerships. In that sense, we are collaborating with various organizations. We are collaborating with AFIS uh, for recycling batteries. We currently have uh, a batteries recycling bin in each of uh, the schools, elementary, middle school, high school, and the Learning Commons. Uh, and uh, last year we got second place in the first Panhellenic Recycling Batteries competition. Of course, everyone contributed to this, not only the students, but all the uh, employees, staff members and faculty members of ACS. They were bringing batteries at home how do you communicate the
1: success? I mean, do you keep count? Do you weigh? How how do you do that?
2: Uh, we, we collect data, yes. Uh, we started through the students. Um, so we had the environmental clubs last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were collecting recyclable materials on campus in the different eating areas. And at the end of each day, uh, we had volunteers, students that were measuring And why we were doing this? Because we wanted to have an actual idea of um, our environmental footprint. Now we're doing this through the organizations that we collaborate. We keep data. uh, From AFIS, we also collaborate with the largest recycling rewarding program uh, in Europe, the Green City Program. Once a week, we we go there. We give our recyclable materials as a community. They recycle them and we get, in exchange, the weight and also rewarding points that we're actually going to utilize as we go through the year and we're collecting more in order to find recyclable solutions.
3: I'm Asma Fahouri, I'm from Lebanon and my experience with the recycling team, it was fun. And what we did in the first few days of it, we've observed what we waste here in the school. We observed the waste so we can collect data to see where we can put many bins so people can organize their waste, where they put their waste, so we can show them what recycling is good because we're trying to make people here conscious citizens. It showed us that we waste paper and plastic, and we also counted how many bins in the area in each area we have in the around the campus, and we use that data to evaluate. And now we started putting signs,
4: and Katie will take it from here. I'm Katie Fanning. I'm from Ireland, and so far my team has made signs for water bottle bins in which you only put plastic water bottle bins in and it's due to the reason of the green city program was only accepts recyclable objects and it does not accept food or any non-recyclable object so that's why it is very important for people around the campus and not only the recyclable uh, club to know that it's only for plastic water bottles we put them all around the campus on the blue bins.
0: We
3: recorded our observations also using five different teams, one on each day of the week, the school week, and each team had their own section of the campus to record data and put their signs on each bin in the area. I
4: used to live in Ireland and they're very ahead of Greece. What I've seen over here is that they don't separate their recyclables as much as they do over in Ireland. So I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to share my knowledge about it and help what they're doing here.
3: For me this experience is important because number one I thought it was going to be fun to help the environment and two because I come from an environment where nobody really cares about the environment there they don't really care they just throw their trash wherever they want and it's just not that neat so like when we came here I was like wow this place is so clean but I saw some downsides to it like I saw people throw trash everywhere I see people put trash on like mountains it, it just hurts me and then I'm like you know what I'm gonna join this club and I'm gonna help this environment.
4: At the rate we're going the world is just gonna be completely full of rubbish by the time I'm 50 and the youth nowadays there's a lot of my friends I just see them leaving their waste on the tables for other people to clean up and that's not right and I just think that it would be a lot more helpful if they were aware of this and unfortunately there's not a lot of people who are there to make them aware of it so it's very important.
0: You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens.
1: We talk with Panos Mologousis, Middle School Citizenship Coordinator and Programs Manager. Stay with us as we continue to discuss the collaboration with the Green City Program, students understanding the concept of environmental footprint, the importance of the restorative practice of keeping students accountable for their actions and developing the conscious mindset of citizenship through logical consequences of wrongful deeds. You talked about the environmental footprint, do students understand the importance of that footprint? I mean, does that affect
2: their everyday lives or is it
1: just another term?
2: It's a learning opportunity and it, uh, it needs to be built uh, steadily and it's, it's being built through the recycling teams that the school has. So we have one in the middle school, I'm leading this one, and I, we also have one in the elementary school. And through contributing to the recycling mechanisms directly, you build this mindset. It's not easy. It takes time.
1: But can they visualize when they say environmental footprint?
2: Do they understand what that means? Um, I think they understand, but the, the more opportunities you provide to them for learning and service, Within the school and also outside of the school, in order to understand, for example, we are planning uh, to visit a recycling plant factory so that they can see what actually happens with mm-hmm. recycling. Why to mm-hmm. understand the term, right? So I believe it's a it's a process, and um, for sure they they understand that because they also see that in their curriculums. And uh, they see that in the classrooms as well, but having the opportunity to actually focus, uh, uh, yes, to actually practice this and uh, gives them uh, more possibility of understanding the term. So, from theory to practice. Exactly, yes. At ACS Athens, we offer
1: a holistic approach in the children's education, um, you're very well aware of that. And to tell you the truth, I was reading your uh, CV and I, I saw that your master's thesis was on holistic education. What is holistic education to you and how it applies to your approach in your role in the school?
2: Holistic education is uh, definitely something that uh, it's a notion that ACS provides. It's within its vision. And uh, for me, it it means uh, an education that is not only focusing on academics, on knowledge, uh, but also in other areas of the human activity, activity, such as um, behaviors, character education, um, character development. And which is also related to to my work. This is holistic. It's something that it's not only focused on academics, but also behaviors, uh, spiritual education, physical education. I I was amazed when I came to ACS and I saw the wonderful things that they do in the PE department and how much they care about teaching the students the importance of uh, physical activity and the health class, about their body and about... These things do not exist, in, and I go back to what we discussed about the Greek education system. It's rare to have a, a holistic education in this context.
1: So, when someone comes to your office and you need to address an issue, okay, you don't stay
2: in the code of contact only. Of course not. Of course, definitely, definitely. And I always explain to the kids that it's a privilege that they are here in this school. Uh, bec- exactly because of this, because of the holistic education and because the care that all the educators show and empowerment that they give to the students so that they become conscious citizens. Uh, this is your second
1: year in the middle school as the citizenship uh, coordinator. What is so special about the citizenship model that you are promoting and support? How do you guide the students of middle school who are in their most critical? An impressionable stage of growing up to be respectful and responsible in their behavior?
2: The citizenship model itself, uh, this is the most special thing. It's um, the reflective reparations aspect. So, what do I mean by that? When we have made a mistake and we admit our mistake, then apart from the logical consequence, there is a restorative part. So we're trying to find opportunities for learning outcomes out of the experiences. For example, let's say that I was littering my eating area. How am I going to learn through logical consequences? I'm going to devote my next two or three lunch times, which is privilege time, to help the recycling program of the school. And by helping the recycling program of the school, this is when I, I understand the impact of my initial choice to litter. So you'll think twice before you litter again. Right. And this is how we, we develop the conscious mindset. And that uh, also makes you responsible. Or at least there is a beginning. Of responsibility in your mind, for sure, for sure. And uh, after this process, we also revisit and we go back and reflect in order to jot down the learning outcomes from the experience. So, when I was doing my community service to the recycling program because I was littering, um, what I was thinking at that time and why I will not repeat this in the future. What did what did I learn really from from this experience? Mm-hmm. So there is a follow up. Um, aspect to that in order to ensure that the message was given. Can you share a memory from
1: your interactions with students either from the middle school or the academy that make you say that this is the place for me? Is there something you feel really passionate about that has found its place in your life at ACS?
2: I think that uh, the sense of community is something that uh, it's really special to me. Um, and my, my, my favorite time during the school days, is the morning part, when bef- just before the students enter the classrooms. I, I always stand right outside of my office and I see their smiles. When they coming in, I see how happy they are. And there I understand that, of course, the relationship I have with them, they understand that I'm not only the person that holds them accountable in a punitive way, all the sense of community and the relationships I create with the students—it uh, really, it's very important aspect of my life here in ACS. Panos Mologousis,
1: a Citizenship Coordinator of Middle School. Thank you so much for being with us and for bringing the student leaders that talked to us a little while ago. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much for your time. It was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>
0: You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to The Owlcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio.